end of an era though for you i don't know how you get back into this game knowing that you are now no longer undefeated um i will take up the the reign of undefeated dad in mario kart hold on you've never lost at mario kart to your kids not in mario kart i may be called a minecraft noob but i have never lost in Mm. mario kart i don't want to say you're a liar jeff but (laughs) i don't know any other words blue shell blue shell blue Blue shell that's all my that's how i roll (laughs) The adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and an eight-year-old. So I have a three-year-old, a six-year-old, this podcast, and many other podcasts. I'm all over the place. The <laughs> oh, look at you. Now, not quite. It is at least a guest spot. I was very honored recently to be on the your inner nerd podcast wonderful episode just had an absolute blast talking to the guys there uh so really great conversation and the episode just went live your inner nerd looks like it's uh 51 minutes and you know felt like half an hour just it was an absolute joy to speak to him and we covered every possible range of dad gaming gaming as a dad just video games in general like touch D for a little bit like just it was Oh, wow. Across the board. So incredibly honored. And thank you so much for that. You know, he might have found us on Twitter because what's been great recently is all the interaction we've been having with fans. Isn't that right, Jeff? Yeah. Just this past week, we had a uh, lovely shout out from one of our listeners of the show, Ben Pieface Miller, who's at uh, at Chrysolite Stone. And he's one of our Twitter followers. And he gave us a shout out along with a very good uh, friend of the show, Story Mode PC uh, podcast. So it was nice to interact with fans online just to drop us a question, comment, shout out, and just know that we'll get back to you and interact with you. And we're here as dads <laughs> to give our dad advice. So, no, it was good to see. Yeah, we are packed to the gills with dad jokes, dad <laughs> yeah. advice, dad gaming All the times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got to say, I, Twitter really has been, and all of our social in general, but, like, Twitter's been phenomenal for interacting back and forth with a bunch of really interesting folks, uh, gaming dad tips and tricks i know jeff you had a really great couple sessions about gundam and some of the recent models with a fan of ours too yes yes we've had lots of gundam followers because of uh they've inspired a new hobby of mine so that is great <laughs> when uh we have demat giving me gundams to build nice. um <laughs> and Gun- so, gundam no, en- gundam envy frankly because this is quite awkward these are quite good yeah, no, again, hobby suggestions, game suggestions, we're here for it. Find us on Twitter, everybody. It's been fantastic. It's a great uh, dad community, at New Dad Gaming. But uh, we move from one social media to another one where <laughs> your dad's truly <laughs> got into a whole world of trouble. We got we got sent to our rooms, so. Yeah. We got grounded, everybody, by, <laughs> pop, by Daddy YouTube, so... <laughs> It's a bit of a back office banter, but Jeff and I were just laughing. We thought uh, everybody might enjoy it. We got a con- our first content strike on YouTube because of our conversation about buying Beyblades in a back alley. Right. Um, well, Beyblades are very popular, so maybe YouTube just doesn't want us to talk about it. Yeah. We're just asking questions. No, they- <laughs> yeah. So a couple episodes ago, you might remember my kid for his birthday received Beyblades, was adoring it. It was like, and I wanted to get him a few more, so I bought them online. Vis-a-vis, of course, gaming dads decided to go into 
joke mode and talk about, oh, let's go buy some illegal uh, Beyblades in the back alley from somebody online. Ha 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 yeah. ha. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now? We get this email from YouTube saying, hey, New Dad Gaming, uh, just to let you know, your content's been taken down because of the illicit drug policy yeah. or sorry, illicit drug and activity policy of our terms and conditions. So your content is been taken down. Uh, no one can ever see it. If you'd like to refute it, you can just follow this link and <laughs> send us a letter as to why you think we should put it back on. I know, like that's, but again, who, we're dads. We don't have the time to fill out a form. So it was very difficult to go down and give all the details. But I think it's a good badge of honor just for the show, you know, yeah, to yeah. get our first you know, little takedown notice. Our first strike. And I'll say it's fair. Anyone who's watching the live stream or sees the video later on YouTube or Twitch or our <laughs> Facebook page, we're watching ourselves talk about Beyblades <laughs> in that episode. Uh, it's amazing. So this is a very meta show, but the, my favorite part of the entire story was the fact that I had to write to YouTube. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is Trevor from New Dad Gaming. Um, my fellow gaming dad and I were discussing buying kids' toys off of the marketplace and how, ha-ha, joke, joke, it's kind of like buying from illegal dealers in back alleys. Right. Uh, I think you can see that because it is a used child's toy, it's not exactly the illicit material you're worried about. Please, can you put up our video? <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine, like, the reviewer receives it like, why? Would, like, that's not funny. Why are they talking about this? <laughs> like, like, why would I watch this? Why would I even listen? I don't get it. What? It's a Beyblade. Is this a joke? <laughs> like, that's how you people joke? Like, <laughs> so anyway... The, Small though, I, I just found it infinitely funny, and I, I loved writing the email asking YouTube to please release our illicit Beyblade content. So, well, again, it was a good uh, conversation here, and I mentioned it to my kids because we have Beyblades, and that's right. I said, if you don't play with them, I have this podcast that you know about, and my co-host would really like them because his kids want. No, they ran downstairs, they got out all the Beyblades. They're still sitting out on the floor. I don't know if they played with them, but they left evidence to say, hey, we still play with this because we're not giving it away. So maybe next show I'll scoop them up and give them to you and you guys can have some fun. That is such a kid move. And I'll say we actually kind of hit it at the hit something similar because we recently were trying to pack up for a move, trying to get rid of all the old cruff. Here's a bunch of toys we don't play with or this baby toys. We don't need this stuff. Put them away into a box. Put that box aside. Like what? box do you think they've been playing with all week (laughs) that's just a given yeah like come on you have not touched these toys for months and this is a baby toy (laughs) like yeah this is a pacifier why what are you doing with this but it never fails it's like as soon as it's going to be taken away it becomes the point of biggest interest and it looks like i'm gonna be Suffering a bit because now your kids have discovered a new interest in Beyblades. So it looks like no new <laughs> ones are coming into my house because of it. Uh, no, you're, you're going to get a bag full just on your front lawn. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks for nothing. Just make sure it's not on uh, lawnmower day. and <laughs> I might miss it. Get, get real chippy with it. Speaking of other games and playing games with kids, it is the end of an era, folks. It is like I'm, it's all downhill from here. New Dad has suffered a loss. I have legitimately lost at Mario Kart to my son. <laughs> no. Now I don't know how to oh, feel. No. He's six, 
and he's not very good at it. So I'm not sure I'm supposed to feel about it, but this was, I mean, I, I did not take my foot off the gas. I did not let up like, and towards the end I was trying to get back in first place and I could not, it was an out and, wow. and I can't even call it, I won't even call it particularly cheap. You know, sometimes it'll be blue shell, blue shell, red, red, yeah. red, banana, and you just lose it. <laughs> or, sorry, this is Mario Kart, um, the most Man. recent one. So the way it goes now is blue shell, blue shell, blue shell, blue shell, blue yes. shell, red, red, yes. red, banana, and then you lose. Right. Bullet bill and, yeah, first place. Yeah, so, so. which, by the way, I, I cannot stand how many blue shells are in this damn game. It's so upsetting. <laughs> End of an era, though, for you. I don't know how you get back into this game knowing that you are now no longer undefeated. Um, I will take up the the reign of undefeated dad in Mario Kart. Hold on. You, you've never lost at Mario Kart to your kids. Not in Mario Kart. I may be called a Minecraft noob, but I have never lost in mm. Mario Kart. I don't so. want to say you're a liar, Jeff, but <laughs> I don't know any other words. Blue shell, blue shell, blue, blue shell. That's all my... That's how I roll. Okay. Legitimately, you've never lost to your kid a Mario Kart. No, uh, uh, on purpose. On purpose, I've oh, lost to them. Well, of course, but I mean, I mean, like you've never, when trying, you've never lost. No, and maybe, maybe this is a good chance to do a video on uh, me playing one of my kids or both kids. I'll take them both on. How about that? Yeah, I'll take I, both I on. I dare you. Let's see this. I will record it, and it won't be like the fiftieth try. Let's make this look good. It will be legit. <laughs> Real talk. Let's let's go. See, I would wonder if if we did an online game, me versus you versus your kids, given the, okay. given the high dad bar you've set for how good you are, <laughs> does that That's translate right. into your kids where your kids are going to mop the floor with me? So it's going to be yeah. like Jeff, two of Jeff's kids, apparently my kid, and then tr- <laughs> then dad Trevor in last place. Uh, we It would be funny to actually do that, to hook it all up, and then we just, all, all of us lose to the kids. They're the ones taking the podium, and we're off, you know, going the wrong way on a course or something and just showing our true colors. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... One day. Say, I would I'd ask if they, you lose at Minecraft, but that's not how Minecraft works. Like, is there no game your kids consistently beat you at? So Mario Kart, okay, you're, Jeff's a pro. I get it. So, what um, is is there a competitive game like Smash? Like Smash, Smash, I've definitely lost in, and okay. uh, yeah, I mean, mashing buttons—that's going to win sometimes. So that's what happens. But I've definitely lost in Smash. Can we? Can so does Friendly Fire count? I don't know <laughs> because I've lost to I lost a couple of games to Friendly Fire. Mm. Um, we've had that on for a while. Um, so. Maybe that counts as a loss. And, and I'm curious just how it proceeds where with the young dexterity and just their penchant for the digital space, is it inevitable that, you know, three years, five years time, I just never get to beat them in a game again? It could be. Like, this is it. Like, they're just... <laughs> First blood and it's all downhill. They're too quick for you. And now, that, now they know that they can do it. So they're going to do it again. I gotta say, I'm almost kind of interested in it though. Where, if it was like a first-person shoot, let's say they get a bit older and like you're playing Halo multiplayer. If you're playing, yep. uh, you know, pick your poison, whatever you want to be, Bomberman. Playing, um, ooh, Bomberman's a good one, right? Like Rocket League. Oh, Rocket League. I've, yeah. Oh man, Rocket League. That'd be fantastic. So any of the games that yeah. you want to play com- kind of competitively, kind of recapturing the for myself would be, you know, me versus my brother. 
or me versus my friends. Tony Hawk. Right. If you're if you're ever able to convince your kids to play Tony Hawk again, yeah. Can yeah. can you imagine a legitimate <laughs> competitive session with your kids where you're hopefully in a very friendly sort of way competing and trying to win? Because right now it's very much okay. Let's play this together, but you're yeah. hand holding it. You're letting them take some wins because it's all just for fun. But yeah, yeah. I, I, are you excited? Have you ever thought about that prospect where eventually it's like actually going to be their true gaming buddy in the sense that they're an equal as opposed to a handicap? I think that would be a pretty a pretty cool like development as a gaming dad mm. just to have that kind of uh, bond too, right? Where you can, again, no hands tied behind your back. Let's play this game. If you beat me, that's, that's just a testament to your skill, mm. right? And... I think it's a testament to us ra- raising great <laughs> little win-win. gamers. <laughs> it is win-win. so right, win or lose. Really, I mean, it works out for us. But no, I think that's a good, a good way to look at it. I think if you know, as they get older and a little bit more older, um, mature games, and having that uh, competition would be really interesting. Instead of you know, I don't know, just letting them once in a while. I know my youngest would not go for it he will maybe burn down the house i'm not sure <laughs> but he does not like to lose my oldest yeah it's okay okay but yeah so Ned. it'll be different can't wait it's going you're gonna get to feel pride either way it's either pride haha yeah i'm yeah. still man of the house and i won a video game or it's pride my my young man's coming up he's doing it right taking after making, the old tree the old man just making those gaming memories <laughs> whether for good or bad in their eyes and that's when the family fell apart. <laughs> what have I told you about blue shells in this house? <laughs> we never, ever waste them. You always use them. Now, making family gaming memories. Uh, you might remember from last episode, Jeff had planned to watch the E3 event with his kids. I Now, I found this absolutely fascinating, the thought that you could actually experience you know, all the excitement of new games, that that old th- E3 charm shared with your little one. So yeah. how, how did it go down? Did it actually happen? Um, short story, no. It did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I? <sighs> okay, leading up to this podcast. I like, had I... you go on thing. It, it it went well, didn't I? Yeah, because like, I would not have amazing. like played up the intro to this nope. for like grandiose of a minute. Of me setting up and like, oh, no, it didn't happen. It sucked. No. Cool. It, Thanks, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it didn't happen. I, I wanted to get that reaction out of you. But no, it. Um, I was prepared for this to happen. I was prepared. Like, they were ready to go. I was prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> they they seemed interested in it. We set a timer on um, some of the showcases we wanted to see. So um, one was Xbox and Bethesda, just to see what they had in terms of games, which we sat down. We got some... Uh, I think it was hot dogs. We made hot dogs for lunch. We came inside. We had the TV set up and sat down, ready to watch. And immediately, like, five minutes in, like, after, I think, the first reveal was Starfield, they're like, no, I'm going to go outside. (laughs) I'm like, well, how do do I turn down? No, you can't go outside. You can't do that. You need to sit here with me. Um, You will stay and watch videos about trailers (laughs) for games you can't play for a year. (laughs) For years. Yeah. Um, so they weren't too interested in the Xbox one. I'm like, okay, I will give them that one. I watched the rest, um, on and off by myself. Uh, you know, I'm not crying or anything, 
But then I thought maybe Nintendo, maybe Nintendo will change them. Right. Right. That's like kind of right up their alley. There's going to be a new Mario Kart. I can feel it. It's going to happen. So um, we get to that one and they're like, oh, this is not, I don't really, I don't know why we watch all these trailers and, you know, nothing's coming out. I'm like, you know what? I understand your pain because Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff won't come out. But they did enjoy some of the Nintendo stuff, and that's probably the best part where we've shared those moments. Okay. At an E3, it was just Nintendo-driven, which I'm not sure. Does that qualify as E3? It's a Nintendo Direct on E3 weekend-ish. Yeah. So maybe that's a win. I don't know. It feels like they were very specifically targeting that time frame. They could have gone a week after. They could have gone a month later. True. You know what I mean? So it really does feel like they're trying to be of of the excitement around yeah. E3 to capture families who might be watching. <laughs> tuning, right. Tuning in they like were yourself. targeting targeting me. So, yes. Okay. So that, that feels like a win then. So your kids got into the Nintendo portion. Yes. It, it, it's structured very differently than the other conferences. Like they do the little snap thing. They go to a game, quick little intro. They come out, snap to another game. You know, so it's it's a little bit, maybe it's just that uh, snappy feel to them, too, with, obviously, the, the Marios and Warios that were presented that they fell in love with. So <laughs> they're ready for every single game that Nintendo showed they want. So thanks, Nintendo. So, so there's, <laughs> you're super excited to just purchase every single one at 80 bucks a shot. Every single one, including the new Mario Party, which is another $80, $90, which should be just an add-on. But let's not get into that, because that, <laughs> that is Nintendo tax. No. You want a Nintendo game, it's this price. The one thing that they did introduce, which was fascinating, I thought, was the Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. Yes, yes, that was a neat little... So it's like a trinket. Can I call it a trinket? You can absolutely know. call it a trinket. Like It would feel like you'd buy this at the checkout. Of a Canadian, right. yes. of a Canadian tire <laughs> department store, right? One of those little spindles. You're like, hey, look, basically, this little game and watch. Yeah. So it's you know you find tiny little handhelds that have fifty to a hundred ROMs on Amazon for you know thirty forty bucks. The official Nintendo Game and Watch, the Legend of Zelda version, which has Zelda one to uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, right? The Game Boy one. Yeah. I think that's it. And I think like some sort of like throwback uh, game and watch thing. Yes, it's... with the clock or whatever. Or Oh, no. Yeah, the, uh, the actual. Yeah, the, is it? the actual game and watch games, which yeah. fine. That I, I, do, <laughs> I do find it charming. Like I, I think the visiting the Link's Awakening, the original Legend of Zelda, that actually would be very interesting to me, I think. Because I just was not adept enough at that time back in Nintendo days to actually beat it. So it'd be kind of fun to like right. visit that. And I, I do find the hardware charming. Well, like you were saying, you were calling Nintendo, right, for your E3 prediction to, to release Game so Boy SP got so close. with 50 games. You got three. You got three, 3.5. On the wrong hardware, though, too. Like, it's close. <laughs> yeah. It's the right, I mean, so- it's the right kind of shape. Yeah. You, you can give yourself that one. I'll take I'll take it. I'm halfway there. The... I, I came in too late. See, they had to prepare for it. This my prediction. Right. The SP next, will be next, year. next E3. What was very depressing about it, frankly, was could have been predicted. We've talked about it a few times on this show now, but it's just consoles have been ruined. Consoles and 
fun things that we enjoy, are nostalgic about, want to play and have fun with and want to share with our kids are ruined because the very predictable thing happened where scalpers came in, bought up the entire supply, and it's immediately right onto eBay, eBay for double the price. Oh, yeah. They, they were up on sale, I think, as they were showing them. And then by the time you're done watching, they're already gone. So much like the consoles, like you said, PS5s and Xboxes, even Nintendo Switches, you get sold out and then you're looking at scalper prices. And they it happened with this Game & Watch one and it happened with the new Metroid that's coming out. There's a special edition for that one. All sold out. All gone. No, no point even looking. From a gaming dad perspective, we really have to hope that they figure this out. That these consoles and these trinkets, these items like that could bring great joy, start to go to people who actually want it. Right. And, and not yeah. just dads like that. That's not the angle. I just mean, at, at least from us gaming dads, and I'm sure anybody who enjoys games feels the same way. This predictable outcome where, OK, this console launches, scalpers come up, quadruple the price. It's people hustling. This sucks. Right. Yeah. And because, you know, uh, Xbox is going to launch a special edition uh, Xbox Series X with this color. Like, what's the, what's your first immediate thought when I say that? Oh, it's gone. Yes, <laughs> it's. That it's sold out one like that's it it's gone i really just want them to figure it out for the good of humanity <laughs> <laughs> i i will say i saw something kind of cool at a i think it was called microstation it's a gaming store in the u.s mm-hmm. and because of the 3d cards shortage because everybody's scalping 3d cards right mainly for you know mining bitcoins but they introduced a 30-day policy. So only one person that's verified under their driver's license can buy one card in 30 days. Interesting. Okay. So maybe that maybe that don't make it worth the scalper's time because I imagine mm. a lot of them have to make, they have to do multiple to make it worth their while. Yeah, I mean, true. Or at least like, I still think there's enough people doing doubles because I've known some people who at least, if they could get two, they would buy two. And then sell the second one almost at double. So they're kind of making their money back on the first. Right. It is. (laughs) When you say that, that's such a bizarre thought. In some ways, it's almost a return. The best, safest way to do it is almost a return back to physical stores. Yeah. Because I have, if you want to buy this, you have to go to this physical location. And you can have every person, every human can have two. Right. So it just cut, like cuts it out. So if the scalper wants to have some elaborate system of like 40 humans that they're going to pay yeah. off, maybe. Yeah. But man, is EB Games about to have a renaissance? <laughs> yeah, they're going to come back because of this and because we suggested it. But yeah, they'll have those lineups that happen, which I always love to see. And I think we talked about it too. Mm. You know, having that kind of experience with your kids maybe lining up one time for a really cool game. And just going through that process instead of just waiting for that URL to refresh and click. Um, but yeah, it totally could happen where everybody's back to brick and mortar stores. To that's where you find those, you know, special editions. These kind of game and watch systems, they're not sold online as much. Even for like, the next, imagine that happens with the next console launch. So the Xbox, <sighs> the PS Six. That's just easier to say. The PS Six launches. Yeah. And it is not sold online. You cannot purchase it online. You have to go to a store to get it. Now, I, I do worry that the that really ruins some accessibility, in the sense that if you're yes. in 
small town middle of nowhere well right good luck you're not going to ever get it uh so i don't like that part of it but i do like you know the thought that perhaps it's that push towards no no you gotta you want it you gotta go into the store and that's gonna help yeah build excitement around it and try to prevent scalpers i mean gaming dads are probably up late night anyway so why not wait wait in a line <laughs> with a crying baby and have all the other people go home because they don't want to be there Depend, so you're like, yeah. depends on the age because it's either new <laughs> new new da- yeah. gaming dad Newer. which yeah. is like exhausted crying baby or like you're up all night with a crying baby doesn't work or it's toddler gaming dad where you get to nine o'clock and you just are dead yeah <laughs> you cannot yeah. wait to hit the pillow and uh, so well depends on or, or like later gaming dad we have teenagers but again maybe you're exhausted you're probably older you're ready for sleep so it depends on which part of the gaming dad scale you fall on yeah we should uh, at least do one of these per phase so we can report back okay so just give it us another five ten years we'll write the book now the <laughs> I, I just wanted to throw this one out there it was a really interesting um it was the play date so perfect oh yeah perfect name for gaming dads but in seeing the Game & Watch from Nintendo, that cute, tiny console form factor with a bunch of tiny games made me think of this little yellow thing. So I don't know if anybody has seen it who is listening. So it's a little play. You, you might have recognized it because it is a Game Boy-esque looking thing that has a physical crank yes. on the side of yes. it that is used for gameplay. So there's some games where I saw, you know, you have to like wind up a rope one is like you use it to kind of peek under a flap to see if the person who's going to enter is suitable or the right person you're looking for it's all these like charming cute things it's a subscription model sorry i gotta take that back i don't want to say subscription model it hopefully not yeah the games are releasing weekly after you purchase it so one one game a week for up to let's call it like 50 games are releasing it's this thing is so fascinating like it it looks like such a unique take on gaming that it's it's hard not to get interested and purchase it yeah yeah Yeah. like it is interesting does not sound calm i don't think you agree with me i like i think for the price point it's a little well i guess yeah yeah you know but it is what it is right so i think you're paying for this like something that's super custom Mm -hmm. and super just off the wall creative um no other experience like it really so you just pay that premium price uh for something like that which i can i can see and again that's valid for whoever um, wants to purchase that but it is a neat idea i am not going to get one but (laughs) if you get one maybe i could try it out there you go i'll I'll trade you some beyblades for it (laughs) that's right yeah we'll do a little switcheroo just in the back what would what i'd have a problem with is the nature of how games get onto it. So if this, yeah, so it, it's currently said season one. I'm not exactly sure if it's going to do. And this is where, with Game Pass and game streaming, uh, Nintendo's almost archaic style of releasing ROMs and yeah. Nintendo tax on pricing. It's an interesting space for how people price and sell games. Playdate is going to have what they call season one. In season one, there will be some fifty odd games released weekly. And I think you get 12 right. at the hopper. Imagine that scenario where this little tiny handheld console for the next four years, let's let's give them four years of success. Every week, there's just a new little game. 
and they're not ephemeral. They don't let go away. So you, you still have the whole library, but every week there's kind of something new. So next year, yeah. it's, you know, the game developers have just come up with this kind of new interesting concept, this little time waster. And once a week, you're just kind of consuming it on this uh, digital uh, unique hardware. Yeah, I, I think that's a... If that happens, I could see that being a kind of a cool way to play it, especially if you get to keep... Like if the seasons went away and all those games are wiped... Mm. um again i'm not sure they obviously don't look like they take a lot of space in this thing um but if over four years time if we give them that as a kind of that period i think you could end up with something that is not only valuable if you wanted to resell like resale it or resell it um but a kind of cool little trinket even for the kids yeah just the novelty of it and like the um, throwback nature of it the restrictions of it plus the weird yeah, almost like Nintendo style. Just let's throw this thing into the gaming mix and see what people do with it. You just convince your kids this is the Game Boy. You're like this is the this Game is, Boy. You had to crank nah. it back in my day. This, this is power. the new Switch. We don't need to buy a new <laughs> <Yeah>. one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it costs much as much as a Switch. So who knows? Yeah, I don't, I'm just kind of a sucker for, especially this type of hardware, which just looks so beautiful. And it's you know, as much as I do like the game streaming. And you really just, like squares. Just yeah. sorry to interrupt. You just really like the form factor of a square. Um, I think that's just what just turns your crank for this. It's just the square. You seem to have a uh, a, a weird affinity for ugly squares. Like, what's your project? <laughs> well, well, like what we had with comments on Twitter. Like, it's not the most ergonomic shape. Like, it's <laughs> a square in their hands. Well, Trevor. So yeah, I don't know. Suppose it's the novelty. It's the aesthetics of the form factor, which, yeah, like I, I'm kind of into that retro tech. Yeah. And the deli- a, a new take on the delivery model of games just always seems interesting. So, which is funny to parallel that against what we were just talking about of, hey, let's all <laughs> force everybody to go to GameStops again to get consoles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so make yeah. up your mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make up your mind, Trevor. Maybe next week. But for this week, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with that cliffhanger. Because <laughs> we have a play date That's right. with beds. So, <laughs> everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. As you mentioned at the top of the show, if you want to get a hold of us, I would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear dad gaming questions. We'd love to hear dad gaming tips. If you've had a really great experience, if your son beats you at Mario Kart. Yeah. Or if your son never has and you're a pro like Jeff. We want to hear that story. We want to feature that in on the show. So find us at our website, newdadgaming.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at New Dad Gaming. We'd love to hear from you. If you like the show, a subscription to the podcast really, really helps us out as we try to reach out to as many dads as possible and try to produce better and better content. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major podcasting services. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Subscription really helps, and what helps even more is a rating and a comment uh, so we can hear from you and more folks can find us. Yep. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. My name is Trevor, and I have a 6-year-old, a 3-year-old, maybe a Nintendo gaming watch, maybe a Playdate. Who knows what the future holds? <laughs> and I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old, an 8-year-old, and still king of Mario Kart, so I don't oh, know what's going on. I'm going to... This is going to be a Rocky montage. <laughs> There's going to be a Rocky montage of me just training for years on yep. Mario Kart to beat you at this. <laughs> this is like this is a gaming dad challenge. I think we need to put that together. You know, in our spare time. <laughs>
And it, yeah, yeah, all this dad gaming right. time, sure. Just <laughs> sleeping. So, but yeah. All right. Remember, folks, just because he became a dad does not mean it's game over. 